This bilingual production follows a teenage migrant's journey across a challenging and mystical desert on their quest to find new life in America. Refuge contains adult subject matter and is recommended for ages 16 and over. You can check KKFI's Arts KC Go page for showtimes. Unicorn Theater is at 3828 Main Street, KCMO. For more information on these and the many events that have been recently added, go to kkfi.org slash artskcgo. Hello, this is Marion Ross. You're listening to 90.1 FM, KKFI Kansas City Community Radio. Support for KKFI brought to you by the Jewish Community Center of Greater Kansas City, presenting the Broadway musical Kinky Boots with 11 performances between January 28th and February 19th at the Lewis and Shirley White Theater. For more information, including tickets and showtimes, visit thejkc.org or call the box office at 913-327-8054. about it is appealing everything the traffic will allow no way could you get that happy feeling when you are stealing that extra bow there's no people like show people they smile when they are long yesterday they told you you would not go far that night you open and there you are next day on your dressing room Make up the props, the audience that lifts you when you're down. The headaches, the heartaches, the backaches, the flops, the sheriff who escorts you out of town. The opening when your heart beats like a drum. The closing when the customers don't come. Before the show has started That your favorite uncle died at dawn And top of that, your palma have parted You're broken-hearted, but you go on There's no people like show people They smile when they are low Even with a turkey that you know will fold You may be stranded out in the cold Still, you wouldn't change it Well, hello and welcome to today's edition of the KKFI Arts Magazine show. I am Michael Hogue, your host. Glad to have you with us on this Monday here in the city as you listen to the Arts Magazine show right here on KKFI 90.1 FM, your community radio station right here in Kansas City. Glad to have you with us on this day. 
Everyone's excited. That they, the whole everyone's conversation is football these days. There are other things going on, but everyone wants to talk about football. I'm concerned about the game this weekend. You know, the Bengals seem to be uh, you know, really hot on offense. You know, and the, we'll, we'll, and Patrick is hurt, so we'll we'll have to see what happens. Uh, I, I'm concerned, but hopefully everything will be all right. We won't find out until next Sunday, and the next time we speak to you on the Ars Magazine show, we will know. <laughs> we will know, of course. But there's other things going on in the city. City in Motion Dance Theater, for instance is having their annual Modern Night at the Gym presentation. It's a choreographer showcase, and they're going to be talking about uh, uh, why it is so and all of that. And we also want to talk about the classes that they're having, the winter section, and may maybe some of the history of what. And I've asked a lot of the theater groups what, what happened to them during the COVID shutdown. And we'll, We'll talk to some of them about that as well. Bobby Foundry is with us. She is one of the artistic co-directors. Uh, is that your correct title? Yes, that is correct. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the, the other one, I guess, is uh, my uh, other guest, Ann Shaughnessy, who I have waiting on the phone line with bated breath here. Yes. But Bobby Foundry, she's also the director of the presentation. She's been with, is it? Should I say, ah, is, is, was that the name of your, the group you were with? Oh, ah. I danced with Aha Dance Theater. Oh, oh it's Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It looked like it was one word, so I just said, ah. Also, Reach, a movement collective, and Casico as well. And we'll hear more about her go later on in the program. Anne Shaughnessy is also with us on the line as well. Anne, are you yes, on the phone? Hello. You're on the phone waiting to talk? Yes, hi. Nice to have you with us again. Anne is the other artistic nice co-director, and she is also the youth dance theater director, and I'm sure there's many stories to talk about there with that. And Glad to have both of you uh, ladies on the program right now. We might, might get somebody else here in a few minutes. We'll see what happens. But Modern Night at the Jam, and I told Bobby before we got on, I, I'm I'm so used to saying modern night at the folly that uh, I will probably screw up and say it. So I'm just going to say it ahead of time. It's not right. That's it's at okay. the gym. That's what a lot of people know it is. <laughs> yeah. Modern night at the gym coming up on Saturday, the 4th of February at 7.30 p.m. It's the 19th annual one Yes. that you're having. Now, would you uh, talk about that, one of you? Which one, what, which one wants to talk about that? <laughs> um, I can talk about that. That uh, So this is the 19th annual Modern Night. Um, it is an adjudicated showcase, which means that anyone who um, applies for it, their choreography goes through an impartial adjudicator, and then they choose which pieces get in. So we had about, um, I think it was 22 entries, and then only 10 pieces make it in the show for um, making a total show. And um, it was just a really lovely group of choreographers who applied for it. So much talent. Um, it was very difficult for our adjudicator to pick for this year. So it's going to be an absolutely incredible show. So it's going to be judged in some way. That's what adjudication usually yes, means. Yes. So so they, um, all the choreographers sent in videos of their work in whatever state it was. Some pieces were completed. 
Some were still works in progress, and our adjudicator watched those um, multiple times and then made decisions based off of what they, um, you know, what they felt was the most complete, what would make the best show, um, and what was visually just very appealing. Like, there are so many just beautiful movers in this show, so many beautiful dancers, so many beautiful choreographers. Like, it is, I'm so excited to to have it this year. Sure, yeah. sure. Does Anne have any comments she wants to make about that? Uh, I know. Yeah, uh, I think it's one of the best shows to go see. You know, so often people ask me, well, what is modern dance? Well, this is the best place to discover that because you've got 10 different styles of modern dance. Um, you know, which is can have quite a variety. So this is a great way to um, get exposed to modern dance in general. And even if you're not really quite into dance or modern dance, it's just a great show. It's um, There's so much variety, so many different styles. I- I being one of those people who has asked you that question, we might we might answer that for the audience that l- is listening now. Sometimes they ask me, we're familiar with different styles of dance, but how are we defining modern dance? What's in that that's different? Well, it's similar to modern art in that it started kind of as a rebellion against the classical style at the time. So it's in um, opposition, I guess you could say, to ballet. Now, since then, um, it's just developed all kinds of styles within itself. Um, It's kind of anything goes, just, you know, like you would look at modern art, you know, there's not a set style that everybody follows. Um, There's lots of different styles within it. Sure. And, uh, you know, all kinds of things go into that, I noticed. And as well as being one of the artistic coach, have you both been? Our co-artistic co-directors for for very long. No, this is, this our, is our first season. First season. season. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, we uh, we just took over this season, um, and it's been really great. Uh, Anne is one of my favorite people, and we've worked together in the past, and so getting to work together again has been really lovely. Um, I just really respect her as a choreographer and as a person. And um, I think that this is going to be a great season. Did you move to the jam? And same here oh. <laughs> with Cloud. Yeah, it's really great that we get to work with each other again. We've danced um, with City in Motion and other companies together. So Sure. Uh, the, the move to the gym, I've also been asked why that. Was that to include more diversity in the program as well? Yes, our goal is always to reach as many people as possible in as many um, different areas of the city as possible. Um, The 18th and Vine District is historic. It's the Gym Theater is one of my favorite theaters in Kansas City. Um, And we are very excited to be partnered with them again. Yeah, it goes way back. I know they uh, back in the uh the jazz era, I guess I should say, uh, that was one of the main places down there. And and if you think about all of the famous jazz artists, I imagine Charlie Parker and, and others, you know, of his ilk, probably played on that stage where the dancing is going to be going on. Yeah, it's you can feel it. It's like palpable whenever you're there. Just the energy of that theater is really beautiful. 
it's it's a lovely theater. It's great to dance on. I know in the past, yeah. Anne uh, did some of the picking, but you didn't do any of the picking this year. You're adjudicator. Oh no, I um I select oh. groups for Dance in the Park, uh-huh. the I... show that we put on in the summer. Right. But no, this is we always use an independent adjudicator, so that there's no bias involved, like somebody out of town. If we can find um, someone who's, you know, kind of got more impartiality that way. Oh, um, And then so they curate the show then for okay. Modern Night. Oh, all right. Is, is there an award given out at the end? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cura- cura- curating makes, adjudicating, I should say, makes me uh, think that some kind of competition involved. Uh, only... Uh, competition is just getting into the show because it is such a, a prestigious thing to get into this show. Um, uh, we had, like I said, we had 22 entries um, and only 10 people get to sub- or, uh, get to show their work. So it's a really, really cool thing to get to be a part of. Sure, sure. Well, well, I just as I understand it, there's 10 numbers. Yes. That's going to happen. Yes. And. Uh, do you want to get right into talking about them? Can can you go in order? You don't have to go in order. Um, I, I am working on the show order. Ah, um, so we don't. I'm not quite done yet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we understand that. Okay. Well, well, it doesn't have to be done until uh, Saturday, the February the fourth, at the Gem Theater. The Gem, by the way, if you've never been to the 18th and Vine District, sixteen uh, fifteen East 18th Street. And the zip code is 64108. Uh, if you're interested and uh, you have a desire perhaps in getting tickets, go to cityinmotion.org and uh, click through the system that you have set up. And uh, they'll, make, uh, they'll get it available for tickets and all of that for, uh, for uh, a modern night at the gym, a choreographer showcase. Now, this means... What exactly? That it's the choreographer's favorite pieces? Yeah, so these are the pieces that they selected to submit for adjudication. Um, so it could be a piece that they are particularly proud of. Um, maybe a lot of them actually are um, uh, premieres, so they're brand new works. Um, that's one of the, the hopes for this show is that we will have a show of all new works to show off different choreographers. We get a lot of different choreographers um, from a lot of different backgrounds. All of the choreographers have some tie to Kansas City or St. Louis, um, this area. And most of our choreographers have really strong ties to the Kansas City area. So it's just a lovely showcase of what we have available here in Kansas City so that people can come and see these works and maybe be like, oh, I really loved this piece, um, and then look into that choreographer further and hopefully go see one of their shows also. Yeah, and do you have uh, anything you'd like to add to that? Um, it's general admission, um, and there's not a bad seat in the house. So, okay, yeah, don't, um, don't give it. Is a, it's an event that um, I think, was it sold out last year? It, 
I would recommend get, going ahead and just getting tickets now. Okay, um, don't give the price. Because for I, I'm pretty sure we had a full house last year. Don't give the price. You'll get me in <laughs> trouble here. But you can get it uh, at cityinmotion.org, and there's a system to uh, click through. Uh, I believe you're using Eventbrite. So that's the one you need to look for as well, cityinmotion.org. So do we want to start uh uh, Bobby talking uh, about the group, so we won't go in order. Thank you so much. <laughs> and, no, no. And, uh, and Anne is, uh, I guess, one of them. Do you want to go with that first? Yes, go ahead, Anne. Can you talk sure. a little bit about your piece? Yeah, I can talk about my piece. It's actually um, so two parts, and one of the parts is a song that I've used before um, two or three different times, so I'm taking two versions of that dance, and I'm kind of just lining it up side by side um, so that they will, it's a kind of simultaneous choreography. Um, So that's the first section. And then the second section is a new piece that I um, just started on last year. Um, So in general, it's it's kind of about making our journey through life, um, but yet with the... um, the spirit and the presence of our ancestors. And then that's kind of the first part. And then the second part kind of focuses more on um, in life, how things come at you and kind of like waves in the ocean and they just, you know, waves don't wait. They just keep coming. So you just got to go with it. I find it interesting from talking to some of the choreographers over the years, oftentimes things from their personal life, they, uh, they try to bring out through the through presentations such as this. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm actually not one of those people. <laughs> I really get inspired by the music, huh? and then after I start choreographing, choreographing, <laughs> um, choreographing, then a story develops. So I actually don't start with the story. I just start with the music as inspiration, and I choreograph. Um, the dance movements to the music really closely and then then a story kind of emerges out of that who have you picked to be your dancers in the piece well we're using our city in motion company um and then i have a guest dancer also okay and yeah we, and we have new dancers in our company this year we have four new dancers oh go ahead please go. so we have Liat Roth, uh, Tori, I'm probably not going to think of all their last names. We have lovely ladies, Liat, Tori, Jordan, Alyssa, Emily, and Jade. Yeah. And we can't wait to show them all to you. I'll bet not. You're in the heat of rehearsals probably now, or have they been rehearsing this for quite some time? Oh, we've been rehearsing since October or so, but, um, Kind of off and on, but yeah, we're getting down to it. Now, you're also in charge of the Youth Dance Theater. You're the director of the Youth Dance Theater. Uh, let's talk about yeah. that for a few minutes, because uh, sure. I'm sure there's young yeah. people that are interested. The, yeah, if anybody's interested, they can go to the cityinmotion.org website and click on Youth Dance Theater, and there's an application that they can fill out. Um there's also, I think, an email address. You can uh, shoot me any questions, but there is an online application. Um, or you can just stop by 
at one of our rehearsals. We're holding it at the Linwood YMCA um, on Saturdays starting around 1230. So um, I would love to have more kids join. Um, it's There's scholarships available, uh, and we actually haven't gotten to our limits, so I would encourage anybody that's been thinking about it to go ahead and apply. Um, but it's a really great experience and opportunity for kids to ex- um, to explore modern movement specifically. Um, we do we're going to do improv, um, so it's a little different than a lot of dance studios. You know, they focus on competitions, and this is definitely non-competitive, and it's more an artistic experience of dance. Um, at what level? would you like for them to be? If if you have a young person who has never danced before, would this be difficult for them? I'm just trying to be honest here. I'm trying, not trying to scare well, anyone else. Actually, this year is a little different because we're kind of starting from scratch. So we're actually accepting any level, believe it or not. Um, so uh, age 7 to, I'd say 7 to 12 is kind of what our group is right now. Um, and then we're going to be developing it to age 18 um, as we can. But currently, most of the students are between ages 7 and 12. Okay. So Yeah, no experience necessary because I can work with them wherever they are at. Okay. Yeah, well, well, that's good. And, and what would the bottom age be? I, the top age, I guess you seven. said, 18, 7? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, age 7. Yeah, imminently trainable at age seven. Uh, for instance, did you were you dancing at any level during that time? I actually didn't start dancing until I was about thirteen or fourteen. Ah, okay, yeah. okay. So go, they should go online, cityinmotion.org, and find. And they can click on Youth Dance Theater, and there's an application. Um, if they scroll down. There's a little red bar that says apply for youth dance theater. So At some point, I, I, I believe, I'm not wrong, the youth dance theater is going to have a public uh, presentation. I believe I've seen that online before. Yes. Yeah, we have an end-of-the-year show. It'll be the first weekend in June. We're still working on a, a venue, but it'll be kind of around Midtown, Kansas City. Yeah. That's Ann Shaughnessy, one of the artistic co-directors. I, I have both of them here today. <laughs> Ann Shaughnessy, uh, artistic co-director, and Bobby, is it Foundry? Um, it's Fadri. Fadri. Okay, let me correct that. Fadri, and she is also one of the artistic uh, uh, co. Yes, co-director. Co-director. Okay. Yes, that way, uh, it's because we split the work. Um, we both do the job of multiple people, but we still split it, um, and uh, it makes things run very smoothly, and it helps with presenting all of our shows. Plus, it gives a different perspective for um, choreography and uh, the artistic side of it. It's really nice to have um, two different voices artistically in the same show. It gives a lot of diversity. Do, do you are you an Anne? differ on artistic things like that? Yeah, just um, our, the way that we dance, the way that we move, the way that we choreograph is an, 
enough different that it makes it really interesting to see our different styles. Um, and it, it, I think it's really going to create for our spring show a very diverse show. We also use um, company member choreography. So we will have those presented too at our spring show. Does every dancer one day want to choreograph a show either for themselves or for no. somebody else? No. There's a lot of dancers who are not, they don't have that dream of being a choreographer. Um, I also started dancing later in life and I, part of the reason I wanted to get into it was because I just wanted to make up dances. I had all these visions of, of you know, all these beautiful lines and movements um, and I wanted to to be able to make that happen. And so this is really a dream come true. When you, when you choreograph things and you, I, I, I don't believe you're in this particular show I'm as not. a choreographer, yeah. but are they things that uh, are connected with things that have happened in your personal life? I remember, and I'm not going to name her, but one of the ladies uh, did one and the basis of it was uh, her late brother that she oh, was talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Um, Yes, I very much draw from my life. Um, I draw from my experiences. Um, my children are a huge source of inspiration for me. Um, the way that they move, the way that they speak, um, pictures of them, um, our interactions together actually um, are what has created uh, multiple pieces for me. So. Yeah, I, I, my kids are a huge inspiration for me. Sure, yeah. It's really fun. Well, children are. They, <laughs> they change all the time, so your reference from them probably changes as well. Yes, and it's nice. Um, last year I said a piece that was about memory, and so I used a bunch of old pictures, and it was memories from my life and memories from the dancers' lives also, um, and it was a really lovely getting to like revisit those stages of life, like my own life, my children's life, and then also having my dancers revisit um, parts of their life that maybe they hadn't thought about in a while. It was really nice. Sure, we're speaking with uh, both of the artistic co-directors for City in Motion Dance Theater, Bobby, oh shoot, I didn't mark it. <laughs> Bon, say it for me. Fadri. Fadri. Okay. Emphasis on the D. For <laughs> yeah. Fadri. And the, the U is silent. Fadri and Ann Shaughnessy. Both of the, are artistic co-directors for City in Motion and both artistic co-directors in their first season. Am I right about that, Ann? You're, you've held yeah. had other positions, but this is your first year as artistic co-director? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, but you've been but you've been in a lot of uh, other positions. Uh, yeah, with the company. I've been involved with City in Motion since two thousand and four, I think. Oh, well, you're an old pro. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I better say. You you never want to talk to a lady about how old she is. So I <laughs> I won't do that. Okay, we just have a couple of minutes before our middle of the show break. But why don't we talk about one of the other uh, presentations that will be happening? On February the 4th, uh, it's a Saturday night at the Gym Theater. Yes, um, I will start out talking about uh, Percy May. That's one of our choreographers. And Percy danced with the company last season um, and then ended up moving to Houston and has been um, a freelance artist there. 
submitted this piece. Um, I didn't even realize that they had submitted a piece. And then the adjudicator in their notes back to me said that this piece could fit anywhere in a show, that it's a lovely piece. I watched it the other day and was brought to tears. Um, it is a very, it's an interesting style, but it's very real. It feels real. Um, I, you feel the emotions that Percy is going through during the dance. Um, it's to uh, an instrumental version of Creep by Radiohead. And it just is a lovely, lovely piece. And I am so excited that other people are also going to get to see it. Well, sure. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, and that should be that way. Yes. Yeah. Is, is one of the requirements, uh, and Anne has said in the past when she was talking about picking the dance in the park groups, that she often will view videos. So uh, is that part of the, the process? Yes, they had to include in their application um, a link to their piece so that the adjudicator could watch it and make a decision based off of that. Yeah, is that, uh, is that usual? Um, I think for adjudicated showcases it is. It used to be, um, no, I guess even back a long time ago, I'm not going to say how old I am. But <laughs> no, no. We <laughs> don't expect that. <laughs> Even a long time ago um, when we still used VHS tapes. Um, <laughs> we <laughs> well, we, we know that. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, but that way, that we so we had to send in our VHS tapes so that they could view our work. Sure. Yeah. So. Well, it's almost time for our mid-show break. With me is uh, Bobby Fadri, one of the artistic co-directors of City in Motion Dance Theater, and Ann Shaughnessy, the, the other co-director, co-artistic co-director of City in Motion Dance Theater. And they're talking about the annual presentation of Modern Night at the Gym, which is happening on February the 4th at the Gym Theater. Yes, the historic Gym Theater, probably underused over the years uh, 1615 east 18th street it's just to give you a reference it's right across the street from the jazz museum and uh and i and i guess the baseball museum yes. is down there as well yes yeah and uh you'll have a chance to perhaps if you choose visit some of those places when you uh, travel down to that area the 18th and vine jazz era which uh Many of my guests over the years have told me stories about that uh, era. The the lady who uh, uh, was the cousin of Fred Sanford on his show, uh, she lived in Kansas City, and she told me about some of the things that would happen oh, cool. in those eras, and, and that was very exciting, really. Part of Kansas City jazz history. So we have more groups to cover. We've covered two of them so far, so we have eight more to go, and we'll give you the lowdown on uh, who's going to be performing and who the choreographers are on at Modern Night at the Gym, a choreographer showcase. That's who we're that's who we're showcasing, I guess, on the program today. So you know all what's going on. More of that when we return. You're listening to the Arts Magazine Radio Program right here on KKFI, ninety point one FM. Hi, I'm Russ Simmons with Freeze Frame, KKFI's weekly look at the newest cinematic fair in theaters and streaming. 
Women Talking is an award-winning film adapted from a 2018 novel by Miriam Taves. It's loosely based on a true story about a group of Mennonite women who gather to discuss what to do when they become victims of sexual attacks by the men of their colony. The solid acting ensemble includes Rooney Mara, Claire Foy, Jesse Buckley, Judith Ivey, and Frances McDormand. While the action in the film at times resembles a filmed stage play, a smart and thoughtful screenplay from filmmaker Sarah Polly gives Women Talking a real sense of urgency. Hugh Jackman tries to step up and be a good dad as his needy son battles mental illness in the overwrought drama The Son. It's a follow-up to filmmaker Florian Zeller's acclaimed debut, The Father. Sadly, Zeller is the victim of the sophomore jinx. The only scene that works in this histrionic movie is a confrontation between Jackman's character and his own estranged father, played with intimidating malice by Sir Anthony Hopkins. Despite the fine acting by Jackman, Hopkins, Laura Dern, and Vanessa Kirby, The Sun is a manipulative and affected melodrama that never rings true. Anna Kendrick plays a woman contending with a psychologically abusive boyfriend in the quietly unsettling drama Alice Darling. Things come to a head when Alice lies to her boyfriend and goes off on a vacation with two close friends, played by T.O. Horn and Wunmi Musaku. Kendrick's subtle performance underscores the damage her character endures as she struggles with self-blame and self-doubt. Alice Darling is a deliberately paced drama that tackles this difficult topic in an understated manner. Well, that's it for this edition of Freeze Frame. Until next time, I'm Russ Simmons with Fox 4 and KKFI-FM. This is Diana Lynn from the Tasty Brew Music Radio Show. On Friday, February 3rd, from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m., I'll be hosting a special four-hour Folk Alliance International Conference Takeover edition of the Tasty Brew. Scheduled to appear on air with me are Australia's Nick Vulture, Kansas City's Cameron Keeling, Nashville's Patterson Barrett, St. Louis's Beth Bombara, Mike McClure's new project, Crow and Gazelle, and Spain's Pipo Romero. That's a special four-hour edition of the Tasty Brew, Friday, February 3rd, from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. on your community radio station, 90.1 FM, KKFI. And welcome back to the Arts Magazine Show right here on KKFI 90.1 FM, your community radio station right here in Kansas City. I'm Michael Hogue, your host. We are covering today the 19th annual Modern Night at the Gym presentation. It is a choreographer showcase, and if you tuned in late, this is where the choreographers get a chance to do some of their own pieces. Uh, and in many cases, you know, something that perhaps that uh, means something to them. Now, the Modern Night at the Gym will be happening on Saturday, February the 4th at the Gem Theater, which is located at 1615 East 18th Street. If you need uh, to MapQuest things, that's easy. You just need the, uh, uh, the zip code, and it's 64108 to get into all that. And uh, more information can be found on their webpage, cityinmotion.org, and uh, you can look at tickets and things of that nature uh, when you do that there. So uh, nice to have my guest, uh, uh, Bobby Fadri, one of the artistic co-directors. She's been with uh, AHA, <laughs> Reach, K-12, 
Casico, any others you want me to add to the list? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Must danced, be a lot. It was quite a few. Uh, I danced with 940 Dance Company um, several seasons with City in Motion, um, including through both of my pregnancies. Um, <laughs> well, you really yeah. couldn't dance. Uh, although I know ladies who have danced a while through yeah, their pregnancies. I, I was dancing. Um, I performed whenever I was pregnant with my son. I, there was um, one of our choreographers at the time set a piece about um, about pregnancy on me, so it was perfect because it, I was <laughs> pregnant. Um, sure. And uh, I was I was very very large <laughs> um, wow. at the time. I was. But and you're so slim. So that's so nice of you. I was seven or eight months pregnant at the time. Wow. So it was, and um, I I was dancing and taking class both both times like all the way through so it was it was pretty fun does he have a lot of rhythm today yeah yeah both, <laughs> both of my kids are, are very good little dancers um they're a lot of fun to watch so. sure well having gone through that and they were on stage when you were on stage yes so. <laughs> yes and i love having that experience with them Sure. And uh, our other artistic co-director, Ann Shaughnessy, is with us. I mostly Hello. I mostly know Ann from uh, City in Motion, but you've danced with other groups as well. Occasionally I'll, I'll see something on Facebook or something like that. Yeah, and at different events like the Fringe Festival and um, Independent Choreographers Works. I've actually, um, we've done a lot at the Gym Theater um, in years past. Actually, City in Motion presented their spring concert there a few times okay. um, in and the you, past. Oh, so. you're talking about the professional company concert that's in the spring usually? Yeah, um, and then there's been other events as well at the Gem Theater. So, yeah, we're super excited to be back there. Did you but, always um, did you always I, have a yen for uh, doing choreography as well? Um, I guess so. Um I know that <laughs> um, I've been, my whole family's artistic. I've always been um, into art and uh, creating. And um, I have this memory of when I was little in school, they asked us to listen to some music. It was Peter and the Wolf and to draw a picture. And all the other kids drew pictures of Peter and the Wolf and uh, et cetera. Sure. <laughs> and I had a bunch of doodles on my paper. <laughs> And the teacher was like, what is this? And uh, <laughs> I, it was really me moving my pen to the music. <laughs> sure. So, well, yeah, I, that I was have, my first choreography. I have a Peter and the Wolf uh, memory as well. Uh, our grade school, this is before either of you were born, our grade school took us to see things at uh, uh, municipal auditoriums, uh, Little theater, I guess they called it in those days. And I remember a local TV star was the narrator, a children's star. His name was Tori Southwick. And if the listeners remember Tori Southwick, and he was the narrator. And the Kansas City Philharmonic, they called them in those days, the Kansas City Philharmonic played the pieces and the dancers danced to the story of Peter and the Wolf. So apparently that's... Oh, okay. That's a apparently that's a great one to uh, bring grade school yeah. kids are because um, uh, actually there's one in Lawrence too. Is it um, the Lawrence Arts Theater? 
Uh-huh. They put on um, Peter and the Wolf, and I, I know Tuesday Faust um, choreographed part of that. She's a longtime Kansas City dancer and choreographer. She moved out of the city, but yeah, she did Peter and the Wolf up there. Yeah, I I, I guess I'm getting ahead of myself. But speaking of schools, do the uh, the city in motion? I assume in their outreach part of their program, they go. They will go sometimes to school and uh, and uh, do a presentation for the the kids in the classes. Yeah, we well, we've kind yeah, of we've, moved away from that a little bit, and um, our outreach mostly now is um, presenting classes and um, experiences, like being able to see a professional show to the the students now. We used to have um, a program that we would go into the schools and do, um, but um, I, I think it just was restructured and, and it's, especially because of COVID, it's really tough to get programming into schools at this time. But we so do have, we like have currently though, we are working on two satellite locations right. um, that we're going to be offering classes at so this current session we already started our current winter session which is actually just online because that's going to give us some time to get ready but we're going to present um, live classes at the Linwood YMCA it's like 33rd and um, Cleveland and then also at a studio on 82nd and Warnell called Lorna's Studio of Dance so so no, yeah, go ahead. Keep go. a lookout on our website, but we will be offering classes in person starting in March at those two locations. Okay, so uh, no more classes at the Plex Pod, which is just walking distance no. from here. I, I could go out back and throw a rock. Oh, well, I shouldn't do say that. <laughs> I could throw something. I could sh- I could throw yeah. a plastic ball down <laughs> down almost all the way to the Plex Pod. But you're, you're not going to use that anymore. You're going to use no, the we're YMCA. No, we're not there anymore. No, it just became a bit too expensive. Oh, I see. Um, not sustainable. So, yeah, we're really excited of our new satellite locations, and we hope to actually reach more people because of this. Sure. Sure, of course. So once once again, the Linwood YMCA, and I drove past that coming up here today. And the other one was, did you say 82nd and Warnell? Yes, it's a studio called Lorna's. Okay. And uh, when they sign up for classes, which you hope they will do, they can go to cityinmotion.org and sign up, and they'll get the location of where they're supposed to go. Yes. Okay. Yeah, or... Um, we can always, um, I believe there's a contact number on our website um, if you have any questions, or you can email us as well if you have any questions. But, yeah, all the information is online under the School of Dance tab. Sure, I, I, I have more questions about the dances, but I'm neglecting the lineup <laughs> for the night of the show. We have two down. We have eight to go. So, okay. so let's hear about that, uh, Bobby. All right. Let's get back into it. Um, Well, we have uh, Emily Hausler, uh, a St. Louis native. Uh, Emily runs Resilience Dance Company, and um, her work focuses on building healthier dance communities. So um, what she's trying to do is to provide dancers with um, mental health services and um, all sorts of different 
things, um, uh, a, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Mechanisms, I guess, to help them to be able to navigate a dance career and still have, um, you know, good, healthy relationships with uh, the world around them. Um, we also have Patrick Suzo, who has been in eight modern nights, eight of them. That is how wonderful of a choreographer, of a performer. I love Patrick Suzo. I am always so excited to see his work. He um, had a company. It was the Cohen Suzo Dance Company. Um, he's a professor emeritus with KU um, and is now a freelance choreographer. And his work is just beautiful every single time. I, I don't think it can get any better. And then he just every single time ups it more. And um, I mean, he's been in it eight times. Uh, eight times right like how amazing is that he has sure. been chosen to do this like I love Patrick Suzo um Sam McReynolds is another choreographer um they're a St. Louis native uh but they uh he lives in LA now and he is gonna set or he has set a piece on Jen Owen um who is uh the director of Owen Cox Dance Company and one of my very, another like favorite performer of mine. And this work is gonna be um, really personal. It's, I, I can't wait for people to see it. Like Jen, again, Jen is another like outstanding performer, just like captivating on stage. This piece is gonna be absolutely amazing. Sam's work that he, I've seen is uh, quirky, but relatable and just really beautiful movement. Yeah, well, Jen is very well traveled with her oh dancing. She has danced in, I know this from past interviews, she has danced in Hong Kong. Yes. <laughs> she has danced in the Soviet Union. Yes. Uh, and is fluent in, uh, in Russian, by the way, <laughs> which is uh, fascinating. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> which is just fascinating, but very well experienced in and yes. well-traveled. Yes, and it shows in her performance. It's like um, Patrick Suzo is also very well-traveled, and I think that they bring that to the stage every time, and it just, it's really exciting to have, <laughs> to have both of them in a show is just like absolutely a dream for me. Oh, <laughs> I'm well, good. very, very excited. And, and she's saying this, folks, with the biggest <laughs> smile on her face. <laughs> You can tell that she's really enjoying it. I really, I love modern dance. I'm very excited about this show. Okay. Um, the next one that we have is um, Olivia Immert, who is a recent UMKC grad and a freelance artist and is actually using two City in Motion dancers in her piece. So that's really exciting to get to see um, two of our City in Motion dancers also dancing in that piece. Um, Moving right along, Tristan Griffin, um, who I fangirl over <laughs> all the time. Uh, I think he gets sick of me telling him how wonderful he is. <laughs> he is just, he is a, a fabulous mover. He came and taught a master class for our company this season. And I, I think I took like 200 pictures and like 
um, at least six or seven videos of everybody dancing and doing his movement. It was just beautiful to see. He's worked with um, Williams Henry, uh, friends of Alvin Ailey. Um, he was a visiting professor at University of Kansas. Um, he just is an amazing person, an amazing choreographer. I'm really excited that he has work in this show. It's like a really cool thing. Sure. Um, the next one is Raina Gray, who is a KC native who went to NYU uh, Tisch School of the Arts, which is a real big deal for those of you who don't know. <laughs> yes, Lawrence Tisch was an executive with uh, CBS, I believe, and, I and, pro and probably helped out with the monetary end of it all. That's probably why he got that named after him. I love that. But Lawrence Tisch. Uh, but yeah, it's... Um, so she is another fabulous performer. Her piece is really, really interesting um, and just a, a beautiful mover, um, really commanding presence on stage, uh, has also worked with Williams Henry here in Kansas City. Um, Stephen Locke is another choreographer that we have. Uh, Stephen trained with Alvin Ailey, um, currently teaches at K-State and has a beautiful, grounded, um, almost, uh, oh, I can't think of the word that I'm looking for, but just this beautiful, grounded quality to his movement that draws you in and is so the core of modern dance, right? The Like Anne was saying, the antithesis of ballet is how it started, and it, this is like, that beautiful, like, ballet is always lifted and you're on your toes. This is, like, down in the ground, really, like, feeling the ground, moving at a low level kind of modern dance that I think is going to read really, really well, especially on a stage as big as the gym. And this is a larger piece, so it'll be really nice to see all of the dancers on there. Um, and then my last choreographer that I'm going to talk about is Emily Ailing who is a St. Louis native, um, a choreogra choreographic collaborator for Resilience Dance Company, um, so has a tie to Emily Hostler, um, working on her MFA in dance, uh, has led a student-run organization that gave free dance classes in St. Louis. So like, just really great people from a lot of different backgrounds and all telling their stories in a beautiful modern dance way. Sure, and uh, the uh, presentation, the 19th annual, by the way, a presentation of Modern Night at the Gym, a choreographer's showcase. That's why uh, we've been talking primarily about the choreographers and all of this, will be happening on February the 4th at 7.30 p.m. at the historic Gem Theater, 1615 East 18th Street, right across the street from the Jazz Museum and the, uh, and the Baseball Museum as well, in the historic 18th and Vine area. And I understand uh, the city council voted last week to uh, uh, sponsor some work being done in that area. So uh, there'll probably be more things down there in the future. But those okay. jazz performers... Uh, Love to perform down there, probably for the historical uh, reasons 
more than anything else, you know. To I, understand I also that love that area because it's very close to um, Gates Barbecue and Arthur <laughs> Bryant's. Right? Well, sure. Yeah. It's like the Kansas City best barbecue in that area. It's so good. Yeah, one of the uh, older ladies one time told me that uh, Jackie Robinson, when he was playing minor league ball in Kansas City, actually proposed to her, and she oh. said she didn't think he'd amount to anything she turned her down oh, wow. <laughs> but she had the guts to tell me that. so i thought that was very that. impressive yeah that's but a it's a very story. historic area and yeah. that's where you'll be when you see modern night at the gym a choreographer showcase and all the wonderful choreographers that the ladies have been talking about as well we're speaking with uh, bobby fondry the artistic co-director one of them of uh, City in Motion Dance Theater and on Sh and Shaughnessy, also one of the artistic co-directors. And Anne is also head of the Youth Dance Theater and all of that. We talked about the classes. And I said I'd want to get back to that, and I do. What is the variety of classes that uh, all of you uh, offer down there? I remember at least several years ago there was a hula class there was a tap class and uh, the lady who did the tap classes uh, has passed away but has someone um, stepped up to teach the tap classes yes we always have really high quality tap teachers um i'm not sure i know right now we're at an online um all of our classes are online for this session but starting next session, there will be tap classes at the Lorna's location. And mm -hmm. then um, yeah. we will be offering, um, we always offer modern dance and um, ballet. Uh, and do you wanna speak to the classes a little bit? Sure, more? yeah, we have, we have lots of different styles. We've got hip hop too, and um, like a stage dance or um, musical theater type. Uh, dance. We have jazz, um, yeah, modern and ballet, um, and we actually are one of the places you can go to for adult dance classes. Um, most of our, I would say, most of our classes are for adults, um, for children too. But um, yeah, whatever age you are, whatever style you're interested in, we've got a lot of variety. Um, and yeah, our in-line, our in-person session will start in March. So keep your eye out for that. Right now, you can register for our online classes. We have modern floor work. We have stretch, um, ballet. Trying to think what else. But yeah, it's on. It's on the website there, and we have mixed fit and hip hop. Um, and we always try and make sure that everyone knows that. Our motto is that dance is for everybody, um, you know, whatever your age, whatever your ability. We want everybody to be able to experience dance. Yeah, I remember one of the popular classes, at least before COVID, maybe it's changed now, was a, a hula class. I remember that. I remember ladies saying that they wanted to take the hula class. Oh, that does sound awesome. <laughs> I, I love hula. It's a really cool is, is it true that when you're doing hula, you're actually telling a story with your legs and your hands? Yes. I am by no means an expert. I have taken maybe two classes in my life, but they were the best time I've ever had. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole, all of it combined together is a story and it is just beautiful. Does Anne have a favorite? She's probably experienced some of those classes, if not taught them. 
Yeah, um, I'm, I mean, I love modern dance. Um, I also love aerial dance, which we're not offering at City in Motion right now, but maybe one day in the future. Yeah, those are um, great presentations. I've seen them a couple of times at Dance in the Park, uh, flying yeah. through the air with the greatest of ease. <laughs> um, one thing I want to mention about the Modern Night concert is that this year we're offering some VIP tickets that will give you access to an after party oh, and be cool. able to speak to the choreographers about their pieces or or just um, just hang out with them. Sure. Just just so, just hang with them and have a good time. Yeah, it's yeah, be really so look fun. for that. It's a the VIP okay. um, tickets and I think we're Yeah, don't give the price it's now. Be at, um, no, I th- I think it's gonna be at the foundation, which is just around the corner. Ah. Um, yeah, so that's exciting. That yeah, be it'll fun. be a really neat experience. Um, just to add on to what Anne was saying, it'll be a really neat experience getting to watch these pieces and then have a conversation with the choreographers about them, um, maybe get their opinion on something. It's just like a really cool experience to get to have some one-on-one time with these choreographers and, and some of the dancers also. So it's a yeah. it's really cool Um Again, cityinmotion.org, we have all of the prices of that. Um, we also have two tickets that we need to give away. Oh, okay. um, Not right now, but um, for the first 10 people uh, to follow our Facebook page after this, uh, you will be entered in for a chance to win two tickets to Modern Night. Okay, so they need to get on Facebook. They need to go to... What's the actual name of the, of the place? City in Motion's uh-huh. Facebook page? Yes, City in Motion's Facebook page. And um, just follow our yeah, Facebook Yeah, it's, it's officially City in Motion Dance Theater, Inc. Okay. Thank you. So go to that on Facebook, and uh, you'll be all set to do that. I want to thank both of you ladies for coming on today and telling us all about a Modern Night at the Gym, a choreographer showcase, the 19th annual uh Modern night presentation. City in Motion's been around longer than that. I, uh, over yeah. 30, I think. Yeah, we were yeah. founded in 1985. Okay, that is, that is quite a ways. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I've, I've known some of those ladies <laughs> over the years that yes. were part of the founding. But uh, you're in charge now. I want to thank both of my guests, uh, Bobby Fodry, one of the artistic co-directors, and Anne Shaughnessy, the other artistic co-director, and Anne is also head of the Youth Dance Theater, and you can learn all about that as well uh, on their website at cityinmotion.org. Thank you very much, both of you, for getting me caught up on (laughs) City in Motion and what's been going on there, you know, since since COVID, you know, haven't... uh, had much going on, but I'm glad you're back and doing things again. Yes, oh, yeah. we are very much back and very excited to present all these shows. Okay, well, we have to make way for the, the Jazz Canadian now from, from the province of uh, Alberta. <laughs> and he's going to be playing some great jazz for you this afternoon. We'll have jazz from 1 to 3, and in true KKFI tradition, the blues will follow then from 3 to 6 right here on your community radio station, 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City's community radio. So until next we meet, ladies and gentlemen, at that crossing the road, I'm Michael Hogue. We'll see you next time.